0: The LA Kings close out the avalanche with a dominant third period. We'll talk about that and the continued emergence of Quinton Byfield on this episode of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20-plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years. And, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for the past 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Hope you had a great weekend. The LA Kings hosted the top team in the Central Division, the Colorado Avalanche, on Sunday evening and posted an impressive 4-1 victory. If you missed it, uh, we'll give you a quick recap. But also, real quick, let's give you the Kings lineup going into that game. It is the same lineup we have seen over the last few games. Again, no Blake Lazat, who missed his fifth straight game with an undisclosed injury, but he is expected to be back soon. Uh, the Kings lineup, again, uh, is kind of what we've seen of late. Uh, obviously, the top line of Kopitar, Kempe, and Byfield remaining unchanged all season, and they would have a big game against Colorado. Uh, the Deno line, the number two line, still with Kevin Fiala and Trevor Moore. Uh, the third line, the P.L. Dubois line, Carl Grunstrom, again, up there on the left wing with Alex LaFerrier. And then the third line, Trevor Lewis centering in place of Blake Lazat, Jared Anderson, Dolan, and Arthur Cali up on the wings. The defensive pairings have been almost... Uh, <laughs> The same for the entire season, I think maybe but one game, Mikey Anderson, Drew Doughty, Vladislav Gabrikov, Matt Roy, Andreas Engelin, Jordan Spence. And the goaltender would be Cam Talbot backed up by Phoenix Copley. Uh, as for this game against the Avalanche, uh, the Kings did not get the first goal of the game, and they did not get off to a particularly great start. They were terrible, but not as good as we have seen them in the recent past. Uh, Maybe it was due to the days off, again, three days off before facing a good Colorado team. Regardless, L.A. was down one nothing after one, although it should be pointed out the Kings came about as close as you can to scoring a goal without actually scoring a goal. That was when Kevin Fiala uh got off a wrist shot that went right post to left post and then away. He even celebrated, so he thought it was in. The naked eye, I thought it was absolutely in as well, but replay didn't lie. It did not. Go in. However, in the second period, one would go in for the LA Kings, thanks to Quinton Byfield deflecting in a Mikey Anderson point shot on an odd man rush uh, for Q his fifth goal of the season, and we were tied at one-one. Then came the big third period for the Kings as they uh, had a total of fifteen shots on goal combined in the first and second period. In the third period, they outshot Colorado twenty-three uh, to five. Quinton Byfield will score his second of the game. Sixth of the season on a beautiful passing play with linemates Adrian Kempe and Andre Kopitar to get the lead. Trevor Moore would score on a beautiful wrist shot in close less than a minute later. Suddenly the Kings were up three to one. And then Drew Doughty would put the dagger in with an empty net goal. His fifth of the season. Final score Kings four Avalanche one LA improved to 14, four and three on the season five, four and three at home. Kings have won six of their last seven and 10 of 13. Well, Let you know where that leaves the Kings right now in the Pacific Division standings coming up in just a minute. Do want to give you the game stats for this win over Colorado. Again, very solid win for the Kings over a very good Colorado team that, again, is in first place in the Central Division. And great to see the Kings taking advantage of their situation. We'll get more into that in a moment. But obviously, the Kings win the game 4-1, to outshooting the Avalanche 38-21, to and in particular, that big third period where they really tilted the ice uh, no special teams uh, goals in this one for either team Kings, only one power play opportunity. They were over one Colorado was over 2 Faceoffs one favored the Kings 28, 24 block shots, a slight advantage for Colorado, 18 to 17. But again, with the high volume of shots, the Kings were getting, you could understand that. And then the hits favored the avalanche 16 to 12. Uh, But I thought, again, uh, that the Kings did a good job of taking advantage of the situation of that game. Colorado played the night before in Anaheim. Uh, They even went extra time losing in a shootout. Or did they win in the shootout? I can't recall. I think they won in the shootout. Anyway, the Avs um, did not have one of the top defensemen in the league, one of their top players, Kale McCarr, who got injured in that game against the Ducks. So he was out of that game against the Kings. And, of course, the Kings had home ice advantage. So factor all those in. And it should have been an advantage for the Kings, and it was great to see them take advantage of their opportunity. Uh, the Kings, I thought, clearly had more energy than the Avs, who, again, played the night before. The Kings had three days off, so the jump was good, and I thought that played a factor. Eventually, as the game went on into the third period, where, again, the Kings really tilted the ice, kept it in the Colorado and put the pressure on, scored the goals to put the game away. Uh, and get that victory. Also, home ice, crowd was into it. The Kings haven't been as good as ho- on home ice as they would like to be. Of course, they've been amazing on the road, but I thought the crowd was into it throughout. I thought the Kings fed off that and had a little bit of extra push when they needed it uh, to skate off with the big two points. As far as some of the players and plays that stood out from the win over Colorado, and we're going to get to my three stars of the night coming up in a minute, but uh, Trevor Moore's goal, his team-leading 12th of the season, was I thought eye-opening. Uh, Moore has gone from being a very solid role player to a reliable scorer to maybe an elite goal scorer at this point. Uh, Trevor right now is currently tied for sixth in the NHL in goals. Uh, he has uh, he's tied with seven other players, so it's it's a crowded group. But um, right now, uh, Trevor Moore uh, again leading the Kings in goal scoring with twelve, um, and the move he made to give that Kings the all-important two-goal cushion in the third period was an elite move. Uh, He was on the boards, spun off a defender, made a quick, strong move to the net, and then placed the puck perfectly into the upper top corner, all with speed and quickness and accuracy. Uh, Now, you can argue whether he's an elite player because elite players do those things on a semi-regular basis, and he hasn't done that. But that was an elite move. That was a special move. And Trevor Moore is, I think, turning into possibly an elite player. Uh, I think moves like that certainly give him confidence, proves it to himself that he can do that, proves to his teammates, to the fans. Uh, He's on pace for 47 goals now. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think 30 goals for Trevor Moore is very doable. He's already only five off his career high. Uh, and there's no doubt that barring injury, he's going to blow that away. So Trevor Moore has taken his game to another level. Great to see and given the LA Kings another big time offensive weapon. Uh, it was on display with that goal he scored. Uh, Drew Doughty, by the way, would be one of my three stars of the game, except for my sentimental heart. Uh, Drew iced the game with an empty net goal. His defensive play was solid, and he also saved a goal in the first period that could have made it two-nothing. Uh, there was a a, a mistake or not really a mistake, but Mikey Anderson, his defensive partner, fell down, led to a two-on-one. Colorado had a glorious scoring chance, if not for Drew Doughty, getting his stick in the way of a shot and deflecting it away, saving a goal. Um, he also started that great passing play that we saw on the second goal, what ended up being the game-winning goal for the Kings. Uh, uh, Doughty to Kopitar, to Kempe, to Byfield, tic-tac-toe pass- passing play. Some secondary assists you see are kind of, worthless they don't really impact whether a goal was scored or not but you still get an assist for it and then there's other uh assists like the one drew dowdy had where he really almost deserved an assist for that one even though it wasn't a secondary assist but uh, drew Doughty, all around great play uh and normally i would have given him i think one of my uh, three stars of the night but that did not happen because of anje kopitar uh kopitar is my number three star of this game Um, now he only had one assist, but, uh, it was a big assist and he, he played his typical all around great game. Uh, and he did assist, get the secondary assist on one of the prettiest passing players of the year for the LA Kings. Again, Kopitar to Kempe to Byfield. Um, but he does get an assist. The long awaited one more assist and Andre Kopitar passes Marcel Dion to become the Kings all time assist leader with 758. So, Andre Kopitar, the captain, for that accomplishment, gets my number three star. Number two star goes to Adrian Kempe for his two assists. He had the secondary assist on the Kings' first goal. Great drop pass to Mikey Anderson. Not spectacular, but just making the right play at the right time. We know Kempe can finish and is a very good goal scorer, but this season he's showing he can set up teammates equally well. Obviously, he had the primary assist on the Quentin Byfield goal, and Kempe leads the team with 22 points and... Leads the team in assists with 14. He is definitely on pace for a new career-high in assists. That was 26 set last season. And he's also on pace for a new career-high in points, which he also set last season with 67. Right now, he's got 22 points in 21 games, so a solid season from Adrian Kempe. Maybe the goal scoring down a little bit, but his assists and points are right there and certainly above what he's done so far in his career. So, Juice. We know he can also play solid defense. Really rounding into a just an all-around great player. But my number one star goes to Quentin Byfield. Two goals in the win over Colorado. He has now set a new career high for goals in a season with six. He's only three points away from a new career high in points, which is twenty-two. He's got eighteen right now. He darn near had a hat trick. His first hat trick uh, last night. A couple of shots at an empty net went just wide. But it is so fun to see Quinton Byfield emerge. Uh, I, I definitely thought this was possible, but this is even more of what I expected. I kind of thought this is this might be what we see from Q next season, but he's ahead of the curve, my curve anyway. For, I'm sure others would say we should have saw this a little sooner. Uh, regardless, um, we talked about last season him getting big minutes and how he's used those minutes to get better, and we saw that certainly on display in the game against Colorado last year. He had the 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 speed and the hustle and the desire. To win, you know, to, to get on the four check and try and create loose opportunities, loose pucks. This year, we've seen more strength and more balance from him in those board battles where he's winning them, shielding defenders with his body, winning those puck battles, and getting the cycle going. Clearly, he's developed a nose for the net, which we saw on display in both his goals against Colorado uh, at the side of the net for a deflection and then a pass in close to put it in. I think the only thing Q's lacking right now is that carry the puck in the zone and finish like on a wrist shot to create your own shot and finish. But other than that, uh, Quentin Byfield is definitely getting it done for the LA Kings, and it was great to see he's my number one star for the win over Colorado. Uh, He was not on the list, but goalie Cam Talbot uh, had another solid game. We'll get more into that and maybe some things we liked and didn't like. That's coming up here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, Quentin Byfield scores a hat trick and the LA Kings win the Stanley Cup. That sounds good, right? Well, you know what else sounds good? You winning 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. As the official daily fantasy app of locked on NHL networks, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you pick more or less based on goals, assists, points, saves, and more. And Sleeper offers 100 times payout, 100 times. And although we love the NHL, it's not just about hockey. You got the NFL in full swing. College football bowl games are coming up. The NBA going on as well. Now is a great time to get in on all the amazing sports action. Make the right picks and you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availabilities. Did want to finish up on uh, on Quentin Byfield after the game head coach Todd McClellan was asked about Byfield and he had this to say, quote, uh, strength, confidence, composure, all the intangibles are coming around now. He's playing with two good players. He knows he's going to play if he keeps an honest game up and he plays against the best players too. That's one hell of a line he had to play against and he did a real good job of checking as well. So Todd McClellan talking about Quentin Byfield emerging and having a big game uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, so again, yeah, it's it's been great to see what Quentin Byfield has done. And it was a big night for Andre Kopitar. I know he got a lot of the attention afterwards because of him setting the record for assists in a season. But I thought if you're looking big picture, I mean, we know what Kopi is. He's a future Hall of Famer. I think he's the greatest L.A. King of all time. So him making these accomplishments or, or hitting these milestones, it's just a matter of if not when. And and he deserved all the attention. Don't get me wrong, but I thought again, bigger picture, the night to me was about Quentin Byfield because of him turning into a player. And again, for me, a little bit ahead of schedule for what I thought that he would be, you know, doing. And I, I think it's fair to say uh, Quentin Byfield giving the Kings another scoring element and another dangerous player for teams to have to contend with now obviously makes them a much more dangerous team team. And it's been talked about here. It's been talked about on the game broadcast. I'm sure other podcasts as well. The LA Kings number one line really starting to look like a number one line and uh, just making the Kings that much better. As far as some of the things that we liked and maybe didn't like, um, well, we certainly liked the third period. Uh, The Kings didn't start the way they probably wanted, but they sure finished the way they wanted. Uh, Good to see uh, the Kings also getting a, a hard fought win kind of pulling away you know, we talked about this a little bit with the Kings. They get off to great starts. They score three, four goals, and you know they can roll like that, but most teams can you know, when you have a, a high-scoring output. But can they get those wins when they're tied 1-1 going into the third period? Well, we saw it against Colorado, and that was really good to see. Um, there were a few defensive breakdowns. Uh, there were a few odd-man rushes that the Kings allowed, but I did think that under those circumstances that the Kings defensemen did their best job of the season defending those odd man rushes, Colorado had, I know three separate two on ones and drew Dowdy, Mikey Anderson and Jordan Spence all played them perfectly good communication with goalie, Cam Talbot, letting them know they were taking the pass away and he had the shooter and he made the save. So, you know, it's, you're not going to play a perfect game. There are going to be mistakes made, but how do you play those mistakes? How do you erase those mistakes by making the right play? I thought the Kings did a good job of that defensively all night. Uh, Another thing we liked did you see the celly by Q and Juice uh, on the third goal? Adrian Kempe again makes a beautiful pass off the feed from Kopitar through the crease, and Byfield just taps it in again. The tic tac toe passing play, and uh, afterwards um, they did a celebration. I don't know if you caught it; it was real quick. Um, but and I, this, I'm old school, so maybe this reference isn't going to hit with some people. But they did like the run DMC thing the the arms crossed and the pose oh i just bumped my mic kind of like this if you're watching on youtube uh and uh so that's what i thought it was but i you know again that's a little old school for those guys uh but uh they, it was fun to see um and quentin Byfield was asked afterwards about it and he said that actually they he and and kemp they play FIFA video game the soccer game and I guess that's a celebration you can do in the video game. And so they were thinking of coming up with something. And because they play that game together, that's what they came up with. And uh, I thought it was cool. It was uh, it was fun. And you know, look, it wasn't that long ago. Especially in hockey, any kind of extra celebration like that was very forbidden. And I may be old school in a lot of things, but not in that. I love bat flipping in baseball. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, you want to show up your opponent necessarily. I, I'm not big on the trash talking, but celebrating with a teammate after you make a great play. Yes, I want to see that. This is entertainment. And that was fun. And I thought it was like, yeah, sure, it was premeditated. But still, uh, I, I loved it. I hope we see a lot more of it. So uh, the celly from uh, from Q and Juice, uh, again, that was cool. Uh, some things we didn't like. There's not much. Um, we talked about the start. Obviously, the, the Kings like to start better. Uh, only six shots on goal in the first period. Um, 0 for one on the power play. Obviously, only one opportunity, but you, you know we, we love to see the power play get going. Um, so we we talk about some of the same some of the same thing, same things we've talked about. Um, but you know, only one opportunity, so you can't be too down on that. But overall, not a lot to be unhappy about for me in this win uh, for the LA Kings over the Colorado Avalanche. All right, let's get into goalie Cam Talbot. He stopped twenty of twenty-one shots. Uh, he uh, was able to get his 11th win of the season. He's now 11-4-1 overall. Uh, picked up an assist on the Drew Dowdy empty net goal, his first assist as a member of the Kings, just his fifth career assist. He's been around a while, so that's a special moment for him. Uh, he did lower his goals against average to 1.96, that's second best in the NHL, and he raised his save percentage to 930, fourth best in the NHL. The only goal allowed was a shot that went through P.L. Dubois, who was trying to block it, um, you could have called it a stoppable shot, but certainly not a soft goal. Not sure exactly how much he was screened by Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, it was scored by a defenseman who's not much of a goal scorer in in uh, Manson. Um, but uh, otherwise, overall, solid, solid game from Cam Talbot. Uh, I thought he had real good communication with his defenseman. We talked about all those odd man rushes. He did have one misplay of the puck where he gave it away, but then he made the save right afterwards to kind of erase his own mistake. Uh, there was a shot off the boards that ended up coming uh, right off the right post, and he was able to to hug the post and cover up the puck and keep it out. And I thought his rebound, rebound control was very good as well. Again, a very solid all-around game from Kings goalie Cam Talbot. Up next, we're going to look at where the Kings are now in the standings. Also going to give you a rain report checking on the Kings AHL affiliate. That's coming up next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handle uh, that for your business team as well? Do the same thing, make a fantasy draft? Well, if you're building a talented roster, then you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when all you need to do is get Indeed. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job, and they will match you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post it. With Indeed, you can start hiring fast. Over 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count, and that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application price not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need indeed. I did want to mention uh, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local Locked On uh, hosts, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports. Twenty four seven streaming channel, and the LA Kings face the Columbus Blue Jackets on Tuesday, four p.m. Pacific time, uh, looking to tie an NHL record for most road wins to start a season. Catch every moment of the home down broadcast of your LA Kings on Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. Uh, it's the start of a new week, so we always check in on the division standings in the Pacific, tell you where the Kings are, and it's pretty much the same place they've been throughout the season. Uh, Vegas is still in first place with a record of 16-5-4 for 36 points, most points in the Western Conference. Uh, this past week, uh, Vegas went 2-0-2, lost in overtime to Calgary in a shootout to Edmonton and then beat Vancouver and Washington. Uh, Vancouver Canucks right now are the second place team with 33 points, a record of 16-8-1. They went 2-1 and one over the past seven days. They beat Anaheim and Calgary and lost to Vegas. And then the LA Kings are in third place, 14-4-3, four as we mentioned, for 31 points. They were 1-1 one and one over the past week. They lost to Washington and beat Colorado. That said, uh, the Kings do have four games in hand on both the Golden Knights and the Canucks, meaning the Kings have four more games to play, four more opportunities to get points than Vegas or Vancouver. The Kings are third in the NHL in points percentage. At 738, uh, that's best in the Western Conference. Only the New York Rangers and Boston Bruins are better. As far as the rest of the Pacific Division, Calgary right now in fourth place, 10-11-3, the record for 23 points. They were 2-1 this past week. They beat Vegas and Dallas both in overtime, lost to Vancouver. Seattle right now is in fifth place in the Pacific, 8-11-6 for 22 points. They were 0-2-1 over the past week, lost in a shootout to Toronto and lost to Chicago and Ottawa. Anaheim uh, is 11 and 14 on the season. They have not played a game that's gone into a shootout or overtime. I don't believe Um, they've got 20 points. Uh, One and two is their record over the past week. Uh, They lost to Vancouver and Washington. They beat Colorado. Um, Edmondson is still, well, they're starting to play a little bit better, but still a lot of ground to gain nine, 12 and one for 19 points. They were two and zero the past week. They beat Vegas in a shootout. And Winnipeg, and then bringing up the rear, not only in the Pacific, but in the entire NHL, the San Jose Sharks, 6-17-2 for 17 points. They were 2-2 the past week. They beat Washington in New Jersey, lost to Boston, and the New York Rangers. Uh, we do want to give you a rain report and also want to remind you, coming up on tomorrow's show, Jared Shaffrin from the Ontario Rain is going to join us to give us a firsthand report on how the rain is doing this season, and in particular, let us know how guys like Brant Clark and Alex Turcott are looking. Uh, as for Ontario, over the past week, they were 1-2. and two. They lost to Tucson 3-2 last Tuesday. TJ Tynan and Nikhil Thomas had the rain goals. Thomas on the power play. David Riddich took the loss in net. He allowed three goals on nine shots before getting pulled. Uh, the rain then lost to Coachella Valley 2-0 this past Friday. David Riddich was back in net. He did finish this game, allowing two goals on 21 shots, but obviously did not get the support from his teammates offensively. And the rain did get a win uh, this past Saturday against Coachella Valley, 4-3 in overtime. Martin Chromiak scored in sudden death to win it, his sixth of the year. Tyler Madden, Alex Turcott, and Samuel Fogimo each scored in regulation for Fogimo, his team-leading ninth goal of the season. He's got nine goals in nine games for Ontario since being reclaimed off waivers from Nashville by the uh, LA Kings and the Ontario Reign. Uh, for Turcotte and Madden, each their fifth goals of the season, Brant Clark had two assists, and goalie Eric Portillo made 29 saves in net in the win. Clark is second on the team in points of 20, and Portillo is 6-1-1 one, one on the season. Coming up for the Ontario Reign this week, they've got three games. Wednesday, they host Henderson. Friday, they host Bakersfield, and then Saturday, they're at Bakersfield. All right, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on I Like Kings every day, again, Jared Shaffron coming up tomorrow to give us a uh, filled in on everything going on uh, with the Ontario rain. We're also going to preview the Kings game in Columbus against the Blue Jackets, where if they win, they'll tie an NHL record for most road wins to start a season at nine. Uh, on Friday, of course, we'll have our usual fan feedback show. So that's some of what's coming up this week here on Locked on LA Kings. If you want to send an email for our feedback show, or you just want to connect uh, on anything with the Kings, uh, the email address is locked on Eddie at gmail.com. E-D-D-I-E. Also, you can stay connected uh, through social media with the show on X, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Locked on LA Kings. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day, have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. And as always, Go Kings Go!